their longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs. Ninety-five-seven. The game. I mean, I'm curious how how this has evolved for you because you even said it just a couple of minutes ago. I think it's hard um, for Giants fans when you're going up against the Yankees. There's an inferiority complex um, when you're a fan of any team. Every fan of every team thinks our team always finishes second. We get hosed by the refs. Joe Buck hates our team. That's the nature of being a fan. So I get, I get, even in this moment, if you forced me into a corner and you said, where do you think Aaron Judge is going to end up? I'd probably say the New York Yankees. Even now still. Yeah, but even that's through it all. But that's probably, um, that's, a, that, that's, a, that's a device that's a device for me to not get my hopes up. That's that that's that's all that is. Um, I wonder what your it's evolution. Reverse devil tongue is what yeah, you would I mean, call it. you like from a few months ago when you're like, this isn't happening. No chance. To then when we actually did a show at the Lions Club in Linden, California. Live in Linden. To today with John Paul Morosi's comments, which we will re-rack for you here in just about ten minutes if you're just joining us. What's the evolution of your thought on this? My evolution is I think that he's coming. I think he's coming to the Giants. Really? Yeah, and I, I've gone from not a shot in hell, and I think I openly scoffed at the notion you back did. in probably June or whatever when you were pie in the sky yeah. about, oh, we're getting Aaron Judge. It's like, stop, Mark. You're not. Why would Aaron Judge come to this team, this starless team? He's staying in New York and all the rest of it. And then as we started to learn more about Aaron and the situation and the home run record, the American League record, and you know we got into free agency, we went to Linden, we learned more about Aaron, we realized that the Giants have all this money, and you realize that now it's down to basically two teams and you hear the, the Yankees offer, which is not an overwhelming it's offer, beatable. by the way. It's beatable. And it's interesting. It's that eight years and $300 million. And so you look at what the Giants could potentially do. And Aaron's from here. And, well, his fa- his parents still live here. And his wife is from here. And they still live here. And you think about being at the age yeah. where maybe you want to have kids and then grandkids and his boyhood team and Rich Aurelia. And he came out here for a meeting <laughs> and all the rest Rich of it. Rich Aurelia. He's coming. Yeah. He's coming here. I don't know. I know know you can't get as deep into it because, you know, reverse devil tongue. You don't want to. It's kind of like Christmas, Mark, where you want a bike. All you've wanted was a bike. And you look under your your tree and there's a giant present. It's like, oh, my God, that's a bike. Right. And then you can't wait till Christmas morning. You open it up and it's a workbench. Mm. A your dad's bench? like, yeah. Your dad's a kid, a workbench? Get to work, son. <laughs> That's no bike. This is for you to do your homework. I told you, yeah. back in April, you're not getting a bike. Man, I already went through that conversation, actually, with my daughter about four or five weeks ago. She's like, e-bike. I'm like, no, we don't do $2,000 gifts for Christmas. Yeah, we're, we're not doing that. Even she if wants I, an e-bike. Even, <laughs> of course, who doesn't want an e-bike? I'm like, here's what we're going to do. Here's a bank account. You and I are going to start saving. And then when we've saved enough... 
then you can get an e-bike. But I'm not putting an e-bike under the Christmas tree. Um, we're not doing that. I'm in this. I don't want to be the old man ranting here, but I will for just a few seconds. I am anti e-bike for kids. I am for zero kids. surprised. You're, oh, you should. Whole, first of all, she's almost in high school. By the way, this well, is well, like, when you get your license, you can have an e-bike. Right. So why? <laughs> when you get your license, you don't need an e-bike kid, anymore. Why is a kid allowed to have an electronic bike, which is basically a moped, but they can't ride a moped? If you can't pedal it, you can't ride it. Mm, well, but it can go on the sidewalk. The so, e-bike. Yeah. Which is even more dangerous. There's a bunch of kids on e-bikes. I got sixth graders on e-bikes with it's, their friend on the back. It's not just it's where wobble, you live. Wobble, it's wobble. everywhere. It's yeah, everywhere. I don't the know how are, that's legal. Yeah, anyway, anyway we, we, we digress on this. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there, there's definitely a piece of me that's like, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to go overboard and getting my hopes up. I'm going to respect what the New York Yankees have to offer in this whole thing. But there are a bunch of little things, because this is what we do when we're excited about something. We are going to overanalyze. And I'm fascinated by the fact that the Yankees came out first. I think that there's more going on here than we realize. If you read on this on a daily basis like I do, I will tell you that the New York Yankees are very careful right now in telling their fan base, we feel great about where the Aaron Judge conversation is. The owners have talked to him, Cashman's talked to him, and we have put the offer on the table. If you're the Yankees, why are you coming in first? Why are you showing up with the offer now? Why wouldn't you tell Aaron, hey, my man, we love you, you're ours, and we're yours. You go find out whatever the hell you want to find, and we'll match it. Why wouldn't you do that? Instead, you came out first because, in my estimation, you are trying to apologize. You're trying to apologize for the offer that you gave him before the year started and the fact that you went public when he said no. So you're trying to apologize and the fact that you are so public with, oh, we're doing great, we're doing great, we're doing great with these conversations. They're going, why are you doing that? Because you're trying to tell your fan base that you're doing all that you can to keep him as opposed to just doing it. Don't tell me you're doing it. Just do it. Right. Sign him. This is taking long enough that Aaron is definitely looking at other options. That's the way I read I'm it. sure he thought about other options when he turned down their $213 million offer back in April. That tells you all you need to know. Um, all of it is sponsored by Outdoor Supply Hardware. How will you react if the Giants finish in second? Where is your confidence on this? Your phone calls are welcome at 888-957-9570. The Xfinity Mobile text line, bring it there. YouTube and Twitch, good morning. We love having you here. All of that is available to you as we get going. Mike Silver coming up at 10. Good morning to you. It's Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com. Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. Hey, it's Boomer Esiason, and we all know the game isn't over till it's over. So next time you need parts for your car, don't call it quits. Go to eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts to take your car into overtime. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride.
your boy Guru from Steiny and Guru, noon to three, right here on 95.7 The Game. Now back to my two guys. I actually feel like I do a show with them on the changeover. Willard and Dibs, right here on 95.7 The Game. You do, Guru. You do. Um, Willard and Dibs, 95.7 The Game. Good morning. How's everybody doing? Yeah, we'll get into uh, some 49ers. There's Warriors. Chuck Barkley all over Clay Thompson again. Chuck Barkley not letting this one go. Remember when Clay just a few weeks ago was like, I did not like how Barkley sort of said, right. I'm slipping, I'm getting old. And Chuck's like, mm, you are? Right. <laughs> like, just telling the truth. And uh, with Devin Booker going for 51 last night, uh, it's kind of an interesting time to talk about it again because of that whole thing that happened with Clay and Book earlier this year. Booker so, cooked Clay, yeah. and that's what Charles is cook, saying. Cook, cook, or totally. book, book, book. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, all right. Here's what got us going on this today. So MLB Network, Hot Stove, Matt Vaskersian and Harold Reynolds are sitting there having a conversation. And it's all about Aaron Judge. And just to sort of like give you the, uh, the nuts and bolts of the conversation, it goes something like this. Harold Reynolds is like, look, you know, it's a free agent and he's put himself in great position. There might be six teams. I think it's going to get whittled down to these two, but I think that there are possibilities here about the way this could uh, play out. And Vaskersian is like, no, Yankees, Yankees, Yankees. You can't leave the Yankees, and the Yankees can't let you go. There's so much money attached to all of that. So it was a very logic brain kind of a thing. And the Yankees don't often lose players to free agency, certainly players in their peak. Cano, and, and has that ever, ever happened other than that? Like a right. major free agent and a homegrown Yankee who a, left. A free agent who is at the peak of their game, really. Because you, you can look at some guys at the end of their career who have left, but... It hasn't really happened that often where players who are at this point in their career have chosen to leave New York. I mean, a lot of people have said this about Judge. Like, do you want to be Derek Jeter or do you want to be Robinson Cano? A little unfair because Cano left and, like, never played good baseball again. Right. I don't know that, that this would go that way. I don't think that it would. But and better not. <laughs> yeah, then it would really be bad. Because he's coming here, you know. <laughs> but, but, yeah, you, we don't see this. We, we don't see this. And, and I mean, this would feel like a couple years ago, Steph Curry being like, yeah, I'm thinking Knicks, right? Like, Miami Heat. No, you don't leave organizations that are at the top of their sport who take care of everything and do things the right way. Like, unless he wants to grow a beard or something, exactly. why, would, why would he leave the Yankees? And so they have that debate. And J.P. Morosi is just sitting there in his home office listening to the whole thing. And then they go, okay, let's bring in J.P., whose boots on the ground, and he's a reporter, and he's talking to the agents, and he's talking to people. J.P., like, it's Yankees, right? You're not leaving the Yankees. The Giants are a very realistic possibility. Uh, this is not a Yankees at 70% likelihood and the Giants at 30. I think that we are very close to 50-50, where if the Giants really step up and get that AAV up closer to $40 million a year, there's a legitimate chance that Aaron Judge becomes a San Francisco Giant. And a couple more notes on the discussion that you just had. Number one, let's take a step back and realize the offer that the Yankees made to Judge, total guarantee back at the end of spring training around opening day, was just less than $220 million. 
So Aaron Judge already, based on the numbers that Jeff has reported, and I believe that they are correct, he has already made himself guaranteed at least 80 million additional dollars. Let's think about that for a minute. He has made himself, by turning that offer down, an additional $80 million at least, and that number could go up. The other part here, and Harold referenced this a moment ago, I really believe that Aaron Judge won't sign with the Giants unless there is a credible and actionable plan to put a winning team around him that can get to the postseason. I don't think Aaron Judge will take on all that pressure and expectation of going across the country if he looks at the roster and says we're going to finish 500 and behind the Dodgers and Padres. They're going to have to, whether it's Kodai Senga or one of the infielders, do something that validates Judge's faith and that is where I think Farhan Zaidi has to come up with a comprehensive plan in the next week to 10 days that shows Aaron Judge you're not just going to come here and make a lot of money, you're going to come here and win and make the playoffs in 2023. So I feel good about the Giants actually presenting that plan, but here's why that conversation makes me feel any better. I wonder if anybody's thought about it this way. Do you understand what a great thing it is for the Giants that Aaron Judge wants to hear that pitch? Wouldn't that say to you, I would like to become a Giant, but you've got to convince me that it's going to be okay. If roster construction is your concern, well, then why would you even talk to the Giants? Just say with the Yankees. If he wants to hear that pitch, doesn't it say to you, I want to be a Giant, but you got to convince me that it's going to be okay. And if the Giants can do that, and I believe that they can with the resources they currently have. That's a, it's a stretch, well, but it's possible. More they on have that, the resources. More on that but, in a second. Yeah. But okay. I, like that to me says, do you get that vibe? It's like Aaron's like, I want to leave, but you got to convince me that it's going to be okay because yeah. I'm leaving a lot. It's very difficult. And I made the analogy earlier about you, me, and Bonte all having been in a different mm-hmm. radio station. And we all had to have that same conversation with the person that was going to let us know that it was going to be okay. You had to know that leaving your spot was going to be okay. What are you going to do? What is the station about? What's the situation? Forget the money, because if the money wasn't right, none of us would have had any of the conversations to begin with, which is where Aaron Judge is. So he looks at Farhan and you know Gabe, we as an organization, and all the rest of it, and he has to know that you know, it may not happen overnight. It may take a little bit of time, but is there a plan? Do I believe in the plan? Do I believe that they can execute the plan? Are they going to build a team around me that'll be a playoff team year in and year out, a team that can challenge the Dodgers because he sees what the Dodgers have and he sees what the Padres yep, have become. Yep, yep. And I think, honestly, if you look at the at the division from the outside looking in, the Giants are the third best team and it's not even really that close. So roster wise right now, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, going absolutely. into this yeah. year, if you were gonna, you know, predict the NL West right now, the Giants would be in third place. So how do you convince Aaron Judge that you can be as good as the Dodgers and the Padres? Well, that to me is the biggest task in all this. Sure. Although a big part of Aaron's thought process would be like, I have a good idea on where you could start. Yeah. Aaron Judge. Yeah, there you you go. could have me. That's and right. That would make you better. It's a great start. <laughs> but you also have a pitching staff that yes, yes. is at least one arm, maybe two arms short and 
every time we hear that, Kodai Senga, you get all excited about Kodai Senga. I love, by the way, this is mostly, it's mostly an overseas thing. This started for me, and this is, I'm sure it was before this, but the my memory goes to Darko Melichek, where we get so enamored with the player who we've never seen Ricky before. Ricky Rubio is that We don't me, know yeah. a damn thing. Kodai Senga. We usually spend the first six weeks just learning how to pronounce a name. And then we'll go to some reference page on the internet and be like, oh my gosh, ZRA was 1.68. He's really good in, in, in Japan or Korea or whatever. <laughs> but but it, also, it, it also comes down to how much success teams have had doing that. Obviously not Darko. That ended up being a total disaster. But from Ichiro to Shohei and so many other players who've made that transition successfully... Uh, we get very excited, even though Kodai Senga might be sitting next to you right now, and you would not even know that that was him. Exactly. But you badly want him on your team. And this is a lot of it uh, when it comes to Victor Wenbayama. We all can get excited yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for Victor Wenbayama. We can all be experts, because now we get to see his games on NBA TV. And, but... and you're six weeks learning how to pronounce his name are exactly. over. Congrats. Yeah, then yeah. I have it down now. It's the uh, Jama Malalela. Jama Malalela. That's, That's exactly where I was going to go. Still struggling with that. <laughs> <laughs> one, but and I think the other part of it that cracks me up, and I'm not saying that John Morosi's doing this because he actually does his homework, but we in the media, you want to just drop a code I sang at, like, I see how much I know about the offseason. <laughs> My hot stove game is on point. I'm going to hit you with a code I sang It's like they so need other stupid. players. Like a code I sang Like or last maybe, year with yeah. Seiya Suzuki. Giants, you know, they should really lock in on Seiya Suzuki. They could, half of us, most of us have no idea. And we badly wanted Seiya Suzuki. Yeah. And then we did even more when he came out and played, played well. Good little year. And then we got offended because he didn't want to be in San Francisco and his wife didn't want to be in San Francisco. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, so, homeless. Well, that's the other thing. Thanks, London Breed. The other thing is this is free agency. And so we're going to pin it on the Giants or any team. You got to get this guy. It's up to the guy. It's up to him. It's up to Aaron. Aaron's got the juice here. But it feels like the Giants are going to offer as much, if not more, money based on the John Morosi clip to. we played. Yes. If they're going to approach $40 million average annual value, which is AAV, that's three hundred and twenty. The Yankees offers reportedly about three hundred. So the Giants' money will be bigger. He's from this area. So the only missing piece is can they convince him that they'll build around him. So in that way, if he ultimately says no and the financial offer was bigger, I think you can be a little bit disappointed as a Giants fan based on the reason why he probably says no. Okay, I want to get to that in a second, but but a question first. Do you take JP saying, because there was one question I had listening to him, if the Giants can get up to $40 million a year, well, hey, they're at 320 If they do, do the Yankees not just go, okay, fine, 320 they might. Are they so? Are the Yankees, who have been in the media for four weeks now, basically saying Aaron Judge is our master? We love him. <laughs> we have told him that we love him and we love him and we're buying him homes and we like all of these things that they've said. Are you telling me that they've got some sort of financial cap that the Giants don't? That would kind of surprise me, and that is. That that matters here. I'm sure Aaron's agent would love the Giants to get to 320. And then the Yankees go, fine, 320. And then he calls the Giants back. Up, oh, the Yankees just matched you. How about 340? 
And do the Giants do it? And how far does this go? And it's easy for us fans. We've made the analogy like yeah. buying a home, right? Your home was $18 more per month over 30 years right. because you threw another 50 grand on it. And it's like it doesn't really, it's easy for us to say that. And, and I believe that. But I also know that baseball teams, they don't run themselves that way. They do have caps. They do have numbers that they're that, that make them uncomfortable. I don't know what that is here. And I think the Yankees would have that number before the Giants would have that number based on what you and Bonte and Joe were laying out in terms of what they already have committed. You got 32 for Stanton, 36 for Cole, Donaldson 21.75 this old, year. Old, old, old. And you've got Luis Severino's 15, 17 million for Rizzo. He just got signed. So you already have so much on the books that you know, you might be a little bit more reluctant to throw extra money at That's Aaron Judge. That's a good point. Yeah, the Giants have way more flexibility, by the way, not just than the Yankees, but anybody. All right, so let me address that other thing because I do. I'm going to annoy you here. I'm gonna, I, don't, I don't mean to annoy you, but I have to say something that I believe to be very, very clear fact that I hear a lot of people dismiss. Just so you know, if you say you're going to annoy me, you can't then say that you don't want to annoy me because you know going in that it's going to annoy me yeah, and you're going to do it anyway. But it's your fault that it annoys you. See, now you're starting you just... to really annoy me. <laughs> you're annoying me before you're even ready to annoy me. <laughs> but go ahead. It's your fault. I came in annoyed. You're going to be annoyed and it's totally your <laughs> okay, fault. Okay, that's so great. I get it now. I'm starting to understand go. you. <laughs> Deep dive in Mark Willard right there. All right. Here's the thing. Stop acting like the San Francisco Giants are your local minor league affiliate. Stop it. I can't hear this anymore. Oh, why would you leave the Yankees to come to the stupid little Giants? This is the San Francisco Giants. Why are you spitting such an inferiority complex? This is not the Pirates. This is not the Marlins. I'm not here to tell you it's the Yankees or the Dodgers. But it's often been called Red Sox West. If you try to convince me this isn't one of the top seven brands in baseball, you won't. Because you're wrong. This what's, is not the number one brand in the baseball? The Yankees. Okay. The Yankees. But the conversation I hear makes it sound like he's going to the Marlins. Or like he's going to go overseas or something. This is the Giants. you got to stop acting like this is some second-rate operation. You're aiming that at me, and I'm, I'm, not, aiming, I'm no, not the I'm one. I'm not aiming it at you. You're the only one here. I hear this <laughs> everywhere. I hear this everywhere. Yeah, Kyle. What do what you Am I aiming no, it at you? Okay. Also here. Yeah, also Kyle. Here. Yeah, Kyle, you're here. We didn't call it. Like, we didn't do a roll today. We didn't call our attendance. Like you're, you're, you're barely squeezed in between Dibs's right shoulder and this black bar <laughs> on the left side of the window. Like I got, I, I see your left cheek and half of your One smile. Cheek That's what I see inside. Yeah. That hurts. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> anyway. You get what I'm saying. I totally. hear I hear this everywhere. And but I, I just want to quickly counterpoint with this. If you look at their roster, it feels like a 4A baseball team I got in you. many ways. I got you. And I know that part of that is a reaction to now. Because I know that the Giants, through the years, the home of Barry Bonds and Buster Posey, all of a sudden are like, so now we've got slates. I understand. The San Francisco Rivercats. Right. You're like, oh, we've we've got Yaz batting third. I get it. I totally get it. But 
That's not the only way that a free agent is going to look at this, okay? It is a team that, even with its lack of star power, is 14 months removed from 107 wins. you got to stop the inferiority complex, acting like this team hasn't won three titles in the last 13 years, the home of Bonds, the home of Posey, the second biggest brand on the West Coast, easily, and a top seven I would actually contend maybe even top five brand in Major League Baseball. It's the damn Giants with a building that, by the way, until last year, was largely full for 20 years. And they know they've got a great fan base if they offer them something, which is what they're out there trying to do right now. So, look, there's a lot of work to get done. They have ended up in a bad spot. They overplayed a little bit of how smart we are last year. I'm with all of you on that. But this idea, why would Aaron leave the Yankees for the Kalamazoo rattlesnakes? You're overstating it. I'm not. This is not a top seven brand? It's not? Fine. It's a top seven brand, but you're leaving the number one brand. That's the the part that you're underselling. I'm not underselling it. No no one's saying that you're you're coming to the A's, okay? Now, if, if you wanted to say, you know, the A's are probably Probably the 28th or 29th biggest brand in Major League Baseball right now. We're not making that comparison. The Giants right now, if you look at the roster, you look at the farm system, you look at the attendance, you look at where they are coming off an 81 and an 81 year, this is not, you're not leaving the Yankees going, this is an upgrade. That is true. But that, again, is simply about this summer. And I don't think free agents do that. The Giants need to answer that question. I'm fully with you. Yeah. They've got, J.P. Morosi said it. I buy it. You're right. The Giants need to answer that. He's their, more worried about next summer. Their, and that's fine. Although, if you're signing an eight-year contract, I think you're worried about all the summers. Exactly. You're worried about the long-term plan. And you're worried about what the roster looks like right now. If they can answer that question for him, and I believe they can... Then we got to stop acting like leaving the number one brand for the number five brand is, is, again, this is not the Durham Bulls. That's what it feels like with so many fans. Like, oh, the Yankees for the Giants? Yeah. Yeah, the Giants. Chris A. on YouTube listed the top seven brands, and I think he's right. Uh, Yankees, Mets, Red Sox, Cubs, Cards, Giants, and Dodgers. I think that's a good solid I'll top buy that. seven. Yeah, you I'll can look buy at those, that. And then you know, from there, you can start to like pick and pop on go where you would go next. But I think that from Chris, say that's a very solid top seven. Agreed. So among those top seven brands, only the Cubs right now are probably in a worse spot in terms of major league roster uh, composition. The Red Sox would Red be down Sox, there as well. Yeah, and they're going to probably lose Bogarts too. So uh, you wonder about what the Red Sox have been doing. Honestly, for about three years now, right. starting with Mookie Betts, uh, hey, Red Sox, what are you doing? Pretty much, yeah. What are you, what are you doing out there? Yeah. So, And you mentioned the Giants' attendance, and you take aside the 2020 pandemic year, but it has been decrecing year no doubt. over year over year. Which so is it, why it wasn't just a one-off this no, last year. No, it, but it's the lowest that it's been since they opened, yeah, and absolutely. I think it's why they're so motivated to go get someone like Aaron Judge. I'm with you all on that. Last year wasn't okay, I, by, by no stretch. 
I just think, though, as a brand, we're making it sound like this team is just some afterthought in Major League Baseball. I don't think I don't it's think people are. I've yeah. heard that a lot. I mean, yeah. oh, why would he leave the Yankees to come to a stupid little campy place like San Francisco? It's like, what? Well, I think that the sentiment is, why would he leave the Yankees, dot, 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 to go anywhere? That I get. I mean, that's essentially what Baskersian was saying right. this morning. So why would you leave the Yankees? And I, I get the whole idea of Monument Park, and if he's there for eight more years and he retires as a Yankee, Maybe he gets his number retired along some of the great... Totally. You know, and the Yankees love to retire numbers. I don't even know if there's a single-digit number that's still available because they've retired all the numbers. Yogi was one, and Derek Jeter was two, and the Babe was three, and all the way through. So 99, still available, by the way, for the Yankees. Indeed. And yeah. uh, no Giants ever wore 99. <laughs> no, so. no, not yet. Uh, Mike in San Jose here with Willard and Dibs. Hey, Mike, good morning. What's going on? What are you doing? Hey guys, great show. Listen every day. I've Thank been you. in sales management most of my career, and I, I would say one of the places the Giants missed is that if you really wanted to make a show, you needed to sign someone first, some big name first, because they have no three, four, and five hitter whatsoever. He's going to walk 250 times his first couple years till they fix that. And I think Farhan and Gabe actually hurt. Because they haven't spent any money in four or five years, where the Yankees and the Dodgers spend nonstop. So, Mike, I would have tried to land a, I would have tried to land a big name to say, "Here we go." Instead of, "Don't worry, we're going to work it out later." So, here's the answer to that, Mike. I don't think you're necessarily wrong. You're on the right track, except for that Aaron has addressed this already publicly himself. He already said. I want to do this quickly because I want to get my deal out of the way so that my team can then get to work on the rest of their roster. You're saying you want it in one direction. Aaron has literally said he wants it in the other direction. I think you've noticed no big names have signed yet. Nobody. And sometimes those all have to come first before the big fish. But Aaron has said he wants it the other way around. I, I think Aaron is going to have, I, I think by the time we are sitting in these chairs next Thursday, a week from today, we know where Aaron Judge is playing. I think it happens before then. It may be. And then, then all the other names, all the shortstops and everything are going to start to fall in place. And I think it sounds like that's the way Aaron wants it. Yeah, it seems like he doesn't want this thing to drag on very long. And, you know, he came here for the meeting. He had a great meeting two days. One day was the entirety of the day. Yankees have made their offer. Aaron Judge spent time in Hawaii, by the way, while we were in Linden. Good for him. He was in Hawaii, which would be a lot cooler if it was the other way around. But didn't work that way for us this time. So he's at his meetings He's gotten his offer from the Yankees. I don't know if he's gotten an offer from the Giants. I don't know if that would leak out or, you know, whether or not that would come out and then the Yankees would counter. I don't know how that process is going to go, but it feels like we're getting close to the end here. Uh, Mike Silver joining us next. Mike McDaniel has made Tua. No, for sure. He believes in him. It's turned the Dolphins around. How's that affecting the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo basically knowing that the organization did not believe in him? So we'll talk to Mike about that and more. That's what's up next on the game. Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises. It's Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game.